Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Yeah. Hello out there, besties. How you doing this morning? Oh, it's my birthday. And happy birthday to me. I'm 37. I want to acknowledge that it's. A great day for everyone else. <laughs> it's the thing is, when you don't like your own birthday, it bums people out who like your birthday. And I don't not like my birthday because um, I'm getting older. Like 37 is like the dopest age I could ever think of. Like it's actually the coolest number. It's cooler than 36. I've been saying I'm 37 since probably the turn of the year because I just like you pretty much are. If you think about it, when you turn zero, when you are zero, when you turn one, the whole year you're saying I'm one, but you're way long. No, you're not saying that unless you're a baby who can like talk. But like any age you say, you're not that. You're more than that. So like I always round up, you know? So like I will start to say, oh, 38 is a little daunting. I can't go there yet. I will December 1st when it becomes 
you know, 37.5. And then 0.5, I remember from elementary school is when you bump it up, right? So that's when I'll um, start saying 38 to people because let's just go there. It's like when I go on uh, dating apps and I present, um, you know, less attractive pictures than me, then maybe I will show up on a first date. I like to, you know, give people low expectations and then show up and they're like, whoa, she's at 38. Is this bitch 37 and a half? Because she looks it. And then they're really wowed. Um, no, it's really nice. I woke up. I was supposed to wake up at 930. I definitely, my alarm went off, went back to sleep because I was having some good dreams and then woke up at 11, 15, or something like that. Was supposed to start the podcast at 11. <clears throat> Had no text from Noah or Andrew equals they were letting me be myself for my birthday. And it was really nice. And I woke up with like kind of like in a bizarro world, like, like, because I'm just like, don't I have things to do today? And like, why is no one, everyone that I got, you know, I woke up to like so many texts, which if you're out there and you go, bitch, why are you complaining that so many people love you on your birthday? Or why are you even bragging? I realize that it is a privilege and an honor to have so many people care about me that I get that many texts on my birthday. Little daunting though to, you know, to write thanks, blah, blah, blah. Cause I try to make them personalized and I try to like say what they made me feel. So I, I try to make right back to each person, not just like a thumbs up, but you know, something personalized. Um, I do, uh, tonight I'm supposed to go to dinner with my family and then we are going to go do karaoke at this like karaoke room. Cause all I really want to do on my birthday, because the one privilege of my birthday that I love is that I get to be the center of attention and no one else gets a turn. Like you can be, you get to go first on things. Like when it's your birthday party, you get to like play pin the tail on the flounder, which is a game that my mom came up with when I had a little mermaid birthday party. I get to go first. It's my birthday. Um, and for karaoke, you know, I love to sing. And I don't feel that secure about it. So it's never something that I'm like eager to take over and do. Wow, I just found the longest arm hair. It is crazy how much longer it is than my other arm hairs. I thought it was like a piece of like uh, hair from my head that got caught on my arm. That is a beaut. All right. Well, that's a that's a birthday surprise that I will keep. I tried to pull it out, but I'm just like now I just want to grow it for luck. Um. Yeah, so tonight I was supposed to go to a karaoke place with my sister, her husband. They were going to get sitters for the kids. <clears throat> kids are just such a everything you want to do for yourself with your family involves a babysitter and finding a way to have the kids get there or you have to go to you have to go to dinner at um 11:30 a.m. so that you can you know, it's so Noah's laughing it's not there's nothing about it that's I'm not even exaggerating like and when you hang out with kids it's the kids like you don't have real conversations which I don't care I mean like when I'm around the kids I I definitely give that up but I'm someone who likes to cuss and have real conversations and that that take longer than 25 seconds to get off the ground when the when the kids are around you can talk about the weather and just very like very generalized like how was that thing oh it was good okay now I'm gonna go chase Poppy and pretend that I can't wait to chase her and that I can't catch up to her even though she runs very slow 
and I'm lying that she's fast. I lie to children constantly. My, my no lying thing, constantly lying to children. I am not a tickle monster. I do the, when she, you know, kicks me in the swing, it does not hurt. It does not send me flying back as far as I go. I'm inauthentic to children. I will not perpetuate the lie of Santa Claus though anymore. I will watch my parents and their parents do it, but I will not because I think it is one of the craziest things we do in in our culture is lie about Santa to children. It really fucked me up. It made me not trust my parents. I still don't trust them fully because of it because I flat out asked them time after time if Santa was real and my dad's foot would shake and I knew he was lying to me. And he told, and I go, it's okay if it's, if he's not real, I can take it. I was very precocious sixth grader. It was time to tell me dad. That's an exaggeration. It was fourth grade, but I remember just being like, you got to let me know because I'm really holding strong to this in class. It's getting me a lot of enemies. I'm probably the only one in class who believes in Santa but if it is real, dad, if he is real, I will keep this going and I will support, I will be pro Santa in my fourth grade class. It really is like being a, um, you know, a, a pro Trumper in a class of like just, just being the outcast or what, you know, even wherever you are. Like I just got a lot of really nice notes about the Theo Vaughn podcast that I was on and uh, uh, Santino's podcast, Whiskey Ginger. Although... A lot of incels got mad at me for how I, I was mean to Andrew Colin on that podcast. And um, that was the podcast of the day of the fight, you guys, where we made up. So we went on that show and I've been getting a lot, not a lot. One guy really trolled me hard the other day being like, you're such a bitch. <clears throat> and I go, I'm sorry someone in your life talks to you the way I talk to Andrew. I'm working on it. And I'm trying to be better. I don't know specifically what I did. I go, I'm sorry your mom didn't love you enough. I did my classic troll line. And then we got into it and I go, what is specifically, uh, did I say to him, <clears throat> can you give me a, a point in the episode? He goes, go read the comments on YouTube and you'll see how much everyone hates you. And I was like, not going to do that. <clears throat> but what was my point? My point is it's my birthday and... Noah, you made an amazing post for me, had all the greatest mm -hmm. pictures of me. It almost was hurtful how good I looked in all those photos, and it made me want to go get injections in my face again because those were all around the time I think I had um, like lasers and like things put in my face. And then Andrew took a video of me this morning where I'm crawling on the ground. I didn't know I was being filmed until I look at the camera. That is a true one. I try not to lie on those, you know, where people fake like, I don't know I'm being filmed. I know most of the time, but sometimes I don't. I didn't know. And <clears throat> I look like I have Botox because my face is so um, puffy from just waking up. But uh, no, that's just really my face. I haven't had any work done in so long. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I had a really good, but your post for me, Noah, was so good. And um, and then my other friend, <clears throat> I had another friend make a collage of uh, pictures of us, you know, or a, a medley of pictures of us that I really loved because someone who's blocked me still follows her. And I know that that person will see it <laughs> and I look awesome <laughs> in all the photos and it reminds maybe that person that blocking me was probably a, a mistake of their life, you know, uh, too late or is it? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, 
Easter fashion. Um, so Easter fashion is the new Easter. <laughs> okay, so instead of saying Easter egg, so those of you who are new listeners, or those of you who have been listening a long time and maybe don't know what the fuck we're talking about, whenever we like hint at something that we can't tell you on air because of sensitive issues, or it's something that's like foreshadowing something that we might tell you about later, because there's a lot of things in this podcast that, I mean. Truth be told, whether you're a, a longtime bestie, which means you've been listening for a month and a half or whatever it's been, which thank you so much, or you're someone who just got into it because someone turned you onto it or you, I don't know what, um, we call their Easter eggs, which are little secrets that later on will maybe make sense. Or if you can piece them all together, you can maybe figure out what I'm talking about. And those of you who don't care about my personal life and what I'm or whatever we're trying to hide from you, not we're not trying to hide it. We're just not saying it overtly. And so we'll say fashion egg because Andrew didn't remember Easter egg, the, the words. So he said fashion egg once. And I just said Easter fashion. So I think that should be the new one because it's so, and it just makes me think of like pastel frilly dresses that I used to have to wear to church when we would go on Easter because my mom thought maybe that would prevent us from going to hell deep down in her heart. Um, so anyway, tonight, karaoke's not happening. The room is closed. So I'm trying to find out something else to do. My sister goes, what about an escape room? And I go, my life is an escape room. Why would I? Do you know, putting my family in a room where you have to figure out how to get out and there are clues and things to read. And that is a nightmare for my family of like, let me read it. Well, you do, you missed this part. Well, what about over here? Julie, you're not going over there. Like, it's just a nightmare. So not going to do that. Um, I just want to sing. I want everyone to have to watch me sing. I have been really practicing my um, don't speak since yesterday. I did a really good impression yesterday. And then I went to drive yesterday, Noah, and I really worked on it. And it's it's really good now. And so I wanted to bust that out tonight. So I might go to the Funny Bone open mic, which is in the Westport Plaza here in St. Louis. It's where I started comedy. And I celebrated my 21st birthday there 16 years ago. And I might go back to the same jazz and blues club that is connected to it because they do karaoke after. I'm going to text them and see if I can make it all about me, if I can rent it out tonight. So maybe that's an option. But the truth is it's going to be a pain in the ass for my sister to get out there with her kids. It's going to like make things hard. I'm guessing they're not even going to go because they have kids. I just yesterday after I hung out, after I got to lunch with my parents, I went over to my sister's. My parents are back in town because they their Greece trip got canceled because my dad's passport was expired in 45 days and they needed it to be 90 days. So they got sent back home and I got them two nights of a hotel in St. Louis so they could have a staycation. My mom is in the best mood. She's like, this is the best thing that ever happened. I was, my mom is literally changing because of me. And I don't mean to like give it all. My mom is like this positive energy. Like she goes, Nick, I'm just happy. This is the happiest I've ever been. I got her a new car, which she deserves. I told her to stop feeling guilt, that accept things in life. Like people always say that when you change, you can't change other people. You just have to change yourself and then it rubs off on the people who love you. You you don't like tell them what you're doing, but they just start to notice and they start to like pick it up. I'm finally seeing it work on my mom who is 62 years old and she was just like happy yesterday. I had a really good talk with my dad. I went on a walk. I, I told my mom I needed to have a private talk with my dad, which I've legit never had. <clears throat> I've never been like, I have to talk to you about something. But I, something was really bothering me about our relationship and something that happened last week. It really affected me. I knew my dad didn't even notice because in the moment I kept it in because I didn't want to blow up because I was too emotional about it. 
I sat with it for a week, talked to many friends. And then yesterday I took my dad uh, on a walk with the dogs, left my mom at my apartment to judge how dirty it was. She didn't, but it was really dirty. And then I got, I said, it was really hard for me to do, but we were walking. I was like, dad, can I talk to you about something that has been bugging me? And we talked and then we like hugged on the street. It was so lovely. So I'm really grateful for my life in my 37th year. Grateful for this podcast. I really am happy. I am grateful for the dog on my lap who was shaking before because he was just, he was just trying to be a little, my dog Luigi, who I got back is is dramatic sometimes and he needs attention. So sometimes he like asks, acts like he's like sick and sad and then I pet him and love him and then he gets still and he's just a little mushy boy now. Um, I'm grateful for uh, the show that I get to do today and I'm grateful to open Andrew Collins present live on air that he has been trying to give me since the second he bought it because the boy has no patience. He can't help it. He's, I've never met someone so excited to give me things. This morning he got me a coffee and I swear to God, I opened my door and he was like, he's like a little four-year-old who made a Mother's Day gift. I'm not kidding you guys. He's waiting at my door and he goes, happy birthday. And he has the coffee in hand. I, he goes, I got you a coffee. And I go, thank you so much. And I'm like running around my room trying to get ready for the podcast. And like my clothing is sweaty because I sweat too much in bed last night. I'm answering all these texts. I'm like, I'll be right out. He puts it in my room on a suitcase that I almost knock over because he just wants me to see it and to have it. You know, like little boys that are like, look at my art, mom. Look, 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 look. And it's just like, you can, I'll be in the kitchen a second to get my oatmeal and where I usually drink my coffee. I can have it then, but it's just so cute. He, he really does become a little boy when it comes to gifts. And we're going to see, and I forced him to let me open his gift on air. And honestly, you guys, it's just because I don't want to be a bitch about it. And I want to be on air because sometimes when I get gifts, I feel very unseen because someone will give me a gift who I think knows me so well. And it's like the opposite of what I would ever want in my life. And it's really a bad trait of mine. But I get this burning anger inside that like my loved ones don't know me. Like yesterday, I got a gift. Like I'll I'll explain a couple things that I've gotten in the past. Well, I won't explain them because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But I, I get worse. So this time, no matter what he got me a Lululemon because I know it's from Lululemon, even though I have a woman that has written me that works at Lululemon that said I will buy, I will get you anything you want. Just let me know the products and I'll send them to you for free. So already I'm a little annoyed. I told my friends and my family that the only thing I want is Taylor Swift things because they're the only things that when I buy myself, I feel ridiculous. It's so much easier to wear a pink shirt with like flowers on it with Taylor Swift's face and say, my friend got this for me. Then I went on Etsy and spent a half hour picking out this shirt and I'm 37 years old. So I'm already, I'm sounding like a bitch. I'm going to be very grateful because I'm hoping I'm just going to accept that this is something I need in my life and that my friends do know me better than I know myself. Let's get into it. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? 
Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girlbomb to get the job done right. Conair Girlbomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girlbomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girlbomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girlbomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, Andrew. Happy birthday. Thank you. No, let me just, come on, let me do the whole song. No, ew, why are you, you, it's sexual. Happy birthday. No, people don't want to hear this. To you. Okay. Happy birthday. Will you try to s- Mrs. Comedy? S- Ooh, I like that. Happy birthday to you. Mrs. Comedy. I got married. Huh? I got married. Yeah, to Mr. Comedy. Ron Comedy. I've uh, I've always wanted to be a Mrs. Really? You would take the last name of a guy? 
Um, yeah, yeah. I would do a um, Courtney Cox Arquette. Courtney, okay. I really, last night, was thinking about it. I had a joke in my first special, uh, my first hour, about marrying a guy with the last name Glazer so that I wouldn't have to change my name. But then our kids, I would still make them hyphenate it so they'd be like, John you know, Glazer, Glazer? Yeah, yeah. But mine would be first. And How they, would, would, you know? they would just sound like little law firms. How would you know who's first? You just do. It's you just do. the feeling. You go, Glazer. Now, why not marry like a Hendrix and put Hendrix and do Glazer last and switch it up and hey, fucking take Hendrix an Glazer? Owner? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would take it. I would do that. If I, I listen, the man I marry, I will love his last name so much because I will love him so much that I'll be like excited to take his last name. I think Nikki uh, Gun Kelly Glazer is cool. <laughs> that does have a ring to it. Wait a second. Do, does he go by Machine Gun? Like, is his last name Kelly? It's Colson what? Colston. No, I, I someone would have to look that up. I, I know it's Colston. I don't think. I think Kelly might be his middle name. Oh, okay. But, but I could be completely wrong. I think Gun Kelly should be his last name. Um, yeah, I would take uh, Nikki Matthews. I used to always dream about that. But I think Glazer I have to keep because I've made uh, enough of a name for myself, you know? Would you want your wife to take your last name? I swear I wouldn't care. It's Colson Baker, that. by the way. Baker? Yeah. Nikki Glazer Baker. There's ego involved there. Baker Glazer. Baker Glazer sounds better. Baker Glazer. NBG. Who? Who? Boy. Has a nice ring to it. Oh, my God. I am really... Uh, Horned up for him? Yeah. Can't help it. He's tall, blonde I'm hair. So, I, you know what? I'm Taylor Swifting for him right now. Like, if if I let myself, I can't because I want to be friends with him someday. And Taylor Swift, I'm too far gone that I can't be friends with her because it's just... It would be weird. I can only be lovers with her um, or a fan. But with him, I have to, like, take it easy because I love him. I love his music so much when I really let myself in that uh, I feel like he's he he makes me feel like Taylor Swift does in terms of, like, he lets me get out feelings that I didn't even know I had. Because I need that candy, man. I need more like Mandy, Mandy yeah. yeah. It's just like Zanny, Zanny yeah. yeah. He has a song where he goes, I, he's talking about drugs and, like, getting high. And obviously I relate to, like, I just want more 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 but i love the line he goes uh something about candy he calls pills and stuff candy and taking addies to stay up and then he goes zanny yeah and he goes i need more like mandy yeah and i was like what is mandy and then it's mandy Moore. oh my god really yeah i love it why you did more. a deep search no i just looked up the lyrics and i go what does more mean like more like mandy and then i was like oh my god it's mandy Moore." But there's got to be something behind it, no? No, it's just like Mandy Moore. Just like a fun, like, yeah, it's like, like kind of a rap call, thing. Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, you know I keep that candy, yeah. I need more, I need more like Mandy, yeah. Stay up, take Addies, Did she yeah. ever get addicted to I'm drugs? trying to fix this damage, yeah. I think I could do an impression of, I'm in my head again. I took more medicine. Ripped up the parts from my heart and my chest again. Hey, fuck it. It was raised like that. So oh I guess I never really changed like that. I've been taking shots to the brain, brain like, like that. that. Blacked out drunk and I came Pain like, like that. that. Helped for me to get, I don't know. Pain like I, that. I just love this. Helped for me to get through all the pain like that. I love that because whenever I, I'm sorry, I'm going off on this tangent. I like you guys. a rap song that ends with the same words over and over. Yeah, again. like chains like that, brain like that, came like that, pain like that. I mean, it's all rhyming, but he's doing like that. I just want to say though that I love this lyric. It's not just like any other kind of, song because what helps me when I smoke too much pot or I'm doing something that I know is like maybe not the best for my body 
I always go, I'm doing this because it's, I want to be better. I want to feel better. This isn't something I should feel bad about. I'm only wanting to be good and I'm only trying to be better. So it helped me through the pain. I don't like judge it. I go, this is helping me through the pain. Allow myself to have it. Hope that it doesn't, you know, like be more forgiving because the, the hatred for yourself in doing the thing is only going to lead to more of it. Whereas if you just go, I'm trying to heal the pain and you acknowledge it, you might not do as much. Yes. I love that. I, I just think that if if the think- reward of you taking the drugs or whatever the drugs are and then you perform better and then you rely on these drugs and you think it's the only way you can perform, it starts getting pretty ugly no matter how happy you are towards them. Well, I that's think. not what he's saying in the song. I think he acknowledges that it's a problem yeah. and that's what the song is about. But I do think that I don't think he says it anywhere in the song. It makes him perform better. But yeah, when people make those excuses, they're not really being honest with themselves. Whereas in this song, he's being honest with himself. It does help him through the pain in that moment. Um, let me open your present. I got you a present. Yeah. You ready for it right now? It's I like coming that you out of the now, bag. No, 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 don't. I'm, I'm not gonna take, take it out. out of the bag. I'm not taking it. It's out. a Lululemon bag. Can we talk about your over enthusiasm yes. to give people gifts as soon as you get them? Sure. First of all, this gift yeah. I've learned. I bought you earrings three years ago. I bought you turquoise earrings, and <laughs> you haven't ever fucking worn them. I know. I learned my lesson. I went too hard in the paint. I it's like you with Machine Gun Kelly. You can't go too far in. I went too far in. Mm-hmm. It was a bad present. Yep. And I apologize. Hold on. Although we should give them away, I think, to a fan because you'll never wear them. Yeah, I would give away my turquoise earrings to a fan. It would be a fun little giveaway. I have a lot of things to give away that I would do for just like fun. Um, yeah, so, so it, it including this gift, I'm about to open. I'm just kidding. I'm really excited. Okay, here's the thing. I I've am, done a lot of acts of service to, already today. Yes. The thing is, it's like, I don't, this is what I don't like about gifts. I'm is kidding. That you have to, I'm, it was obviously sarcasm in that. I walked your dog and got your coffee twice. It's complete sarcasm. Well, because the first time you fucked up my coffee, but that uh, no, was an that was honest Noah's mistake. Fault. No, she, the she word latte, latte was not the, the word latte was not a part of the thing you sent, so it was just a coffee with almond milk and the thing, which is still fine. And I will use the coffee from it later for an iced coffee. But in terms of a hot coffee, I need mostly milk, and uh, it needs the word latte. All right, so, the presents coming. Hold on, can I just say uh. something? So I already talked about it, but this morning, like you're like a little four year old boy on Mother's Day that waits outside his mother's bedroom to be like, I made you something. Finally, mommy, I did something for you, which you do for me all the time. But when you put that coffee on my suitcase, when when you go, I got coffee for you and I go, thank you, Andrew. That's so nice. And like you could have put it in the kitchen, like waiting for me where I drink my coffee. But you put it on this like wobbly suitcase yeah, that yeah. I could have knocked over and made a huge mess for like the. And you literally <laughs> spilled coffee the last like five days. Too. It was so funny. Here's but the thing: I wanted really to give cute. you coffee in bed, but I'm not allowed to get close to your bed. You know, there's a boundary there. And Talk so that's about the not being able get. to get close to your bed. I asked you for deodorant today, and you like will not let me in your room because my room. I, I cleaned my room, and now it's filthy again. I will never I judge your fe- room. I know. I Honestly, know. can we just be cool? about our rooms you might see a vibrator with some jingle yeah. bells jingle bells and you like might see a polaroid of you next to my pillow you and might you know what? i've been looking for that <laughs> polaroid well it was on the fridge what do you want a man to do i don't know i, I don't know why i was you're fingering wearing- myself uh <laughs> right because bef- i like to be reminded of how good it feels to finger myself uh in a grainy polaroid photo right before i reach for the almond milk that doesn't have a cap because i have add and i lose the caps all the time all of our almond milks in the fridge have no caps no, no caps. caps 
I'm just like no, a, that's like a phrase. No cap. No cap. Oh yeah. It means no cap. Like, no cap. Remember on um the new show that I'm it's gonna like be your on. Name a, Glazer. That, Glazer. You know the new show that I'm doing that you we taped in the Cayman Islands. Yes. Remember that day that one of the cool kids said no cap, and I go, what the hell does no cap mean? Like live yeah. on the show, and they're like, like it means like no, like no like, for real, like for real. No I was lie. like, oh okay, no cap, cool. So. I hope that you got me a cap, actually. I've been looking for a new hat. Um, I wonder what's in this bag. Here's my apprehension. I hate opening gifts because you know that sometimes I feel unseen by gifts and I'm like, I would never wear this. I would like, wh- how do you, what do mm-hmm. you think of me? True. But so I'm a little nervous about this or my size. Let's hope you got an extra negative 43. Do they even have that size? I want a negative little- 45 because I. Oh my god! Because I knew. You, All right, let's you, see what it is. You finally fit into it. Oh my god! It. I'm okay. so excited. Thank you so much, Andrew. Okay, You're I'm welcome. opening the Lululemon bag live. Luigi, I'm a little nervous. Luigi's in my lap. I, I feel pretty confident about it. I think it's right. Wait, you told me that you were gonna get this. <laughs> you already told me you were gonna get <laughs> What's this. What's a cock ring? It's a fanny pack. <laughs> oh my god, it's so cool. Uh, now I love it. I went with the colored one. That's a little bit more fun and funky. Um, love. There love, is a love, black love. and gray one. I will return it, but I think this is more like what I kind of like the green. Yes, it's very this cute. is so cool. It makes me feel like a teen teen. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh my gosh, I love it. You're welcome. I love it. Fanny pack. Thanks. We'll go great with the earrings. This will be perfect. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. It will go. I got a fanny fanny pack from Lululemon. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love it so much. I know. We're both Lulu heads. Um, but yeah. yeah, you can't go wrong. I mean, you said the other day, you're like, I wish I had a fanny pack, and I take note, and I went. And you did good, buddy. You thank did good. You. I'm happy about it. Um, thank you. And thank you for your post on Instagram, even though you chose some, I love that you, uh, for our Nikki Glazer pod you chose one. pictures. Oh yeah. That was like the grossest face I've ever made, but my no, body I looks think, sick. I think, I think that face is fun. You're not looking at, that's like the new thing. No cap is really? that not to look at the camera. Oh, no cap. okay, cool. No eyes. All right. Well, I appreciate everything. And your mouth I feel was so open. Loved. Your mouth was open. It was kind it of sexual. Is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank I'm telling you. you. Yeah. I was. And it says, do not enter behind you, which is oh hilarious. Oh my God. God. That's like the opposite of what I want. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's not real, actually. Oh, my God. Um, thank you so much, Andrew. What a special day. Wait, what other picture? You were mad about the Dave Matthews photos? No, I was not. I oh. wasn't mad about anything. I was just giving you shit. Because um, <laughs> um, yeah. you were like all these moments from your life that were the best moments. When in truth, like the moments where I'm dressed up on a red carpet are not the best moments of my life. I have to say that. I was filled with so much happiness remembering the times that Noah posted because they were all like with my close friends, like being like love. And you posted the great moments from my life in terms of meeting celebrities, which was the point of that post. Yes. But it was interesting to see the juxtapose juxtaposition of like, these were the best moments of your life. Andrew saying that with tongue in cheek, knowing that I tr- value real friendships more than my meeting Dave Matthews. However, um, it was nice to see like that, uh, how happy I can it, it almost made me long so hard for like the days when my face looked like the way it did in Noah's pictures <laughs> it was oh more my. about my face <laughs> I looked so good back then <laughs> those were the same times I know it was all the same chunk right around Dancing with the Stars when I was like the skinniest and my face looks like the tightest listen I love the way my face is now I love I accept my body at any time I really do I, there's no part of me that's like depressed because I used to look better um, I'm getting older and I love myself and I know that whoever I end up with, I truly know that whoever I end up with, whether it's no one or, or whether it's just me, because I've already accepted that I love myself no matter what I look like, I really do. And I mean that fully that 
the person I love will not care that I age. And so that is the true gift of turning 37 is that I'm not scared of aging because the people who love me don't care what I look like. And he'll be blind with no hands. Yeah, that I hope. <laughs> Just touching me with his little stubs. And you can't really Would get you feel a- worse if a guy goes, you're ugly with his eyes? Or he actually feels your face and goes, ugh. Like he keeps going farther down. I think, I think <laughs> eyes. Because hands, I'd be like, you don't even know. Yeah, your hands don't. I could convince myself he doesn't. He I, doesn't that guy really is such know. a dick. What a fucking asshole. I guess he's mad at the world because he has no hands and he's blind. All uh, right, let's get to the show. <laughs> I mean, well, we've gotten to the show. Let's get to the news. It happened in a TikTok. Actually. What's happening today? You heard it here first. Oh, TikTok. You heard it here first. Uh, first of all, this is a fun birthday edition, but not really. But yes, kind of. Happy birthday, Nikki. I hope you're having all the swells. So much fun today. I really do. You're amazing, and I really do appreciate you. All right. These celebrities were once roommates. Mickey Glazer and Andrew Collin, number what? one. Okay. Ryan Goslin once lived with Justin Timberlake and his family in the 90s. Justin said, we used to do terrible things. We thought we were so cool. They are not really friends anymore. I don't know what um, happened. But. I believe they were probably friends during the Mickey Mouse Club years. Yeah. yeah. Um, that makes sense. I also, um, Judd Apatow and Adam Sandler were roommates. Marilyn Ricecub and Sarah Silverman were roommates. Um, there's a lot of really, uh, uh, Jeff Garland and Conan O'Brien were roommates in Chicago uh, early on. <laughs> the funny part about all this is, is that I have all, more info than the No, they were all in their 20, like early 20s. That's what's so interesting. Like they were starting out and we're, you know, I'm coming to an end. Oh, because roommates, no, I love, I was thinking about you last night actually and our roommate situation. Are there any more to share? Oh yeah, Raven Simone and Lindsay Lohan. Okay, that was based on... Mickey Mouse Club. They as moved well, to New York City together. They oh. rarely saw each other. She yeah. paid rent and was there probably three times. Yeah, she's I, been, those are the best roommates. I know, right? Uh, take a take a note out of Lindsay's book, why don't you? <laughs> no, I like when you're around. I get sad when you're not. I get lonely. Jason Priestley and Brad Pitt. Oh, the two also engaged in a dude worthy competition to see who could go the longest without showering. Brad always <laughs> won. That's so weird. Because uh, Brad like can do anything. Jason Priestley is f- he was so hot though. Where he where's he at now? I think he has like ten kids, like Kirk Cameron. Kind oh, he's of. oh he got in a horrible car wreck. Okay, well the, either either having ten kids or a horrible car wreck. I can't think of what's worse. I think he hit ten kids. I think with it's a, a, with I think a the Cadillac. car wreck is a metaphor for him having ten kids. I think people were saying he's been in a horrible car wreck, and they're like, oh, that's a Hollywood way of saying had oh, ten kids. Yeah, when you have ten kids, you earn hearted for it. Oh God, uh, I felt so bad yesterday when I was with my parents at. Lunch and I go. My life is fucking awesome. I have no family, no kids, and Ari was sitting next to us. I forgot Ari has a kid. I'm sorry, sorry Ari. Sorry Ari. I I know you have a family and kids, and it's like and a kid, and and it's working out great. But like, so do a lot of our listeners. Must be a part of you that goes. I just said I'm lucky that I didn't want that. That's the thing. Yeah. Because people that do have it wanted it. And I just feel blessed that it's not something that I'm like feeling because my life didn't work out in a way that I have had an opportunity to even have that. But that's also because I didn't want it. And I just feel grateful I didn't want it because it seems like a lot of work and I would resent it. And cut to a year from now where you have a baby and you go, this is the love of my life. I'm open to it. (laughs) I've always wanted this baby. I was wrong. Mm, I just don't see it happening. (laughs) I just don't. With the blind guy with no hands? That'd be uh, pretty cool. Well, how's he going to help out? 
I'm just kidding. Blind people can have children and so can people with no hands, but both might be a struggle and you probably need someone who can be full on with you. And I'm just going to, I want to be the one that's blind with no hands. I want to be treated with the same amount. I want to be expected to be as involved as a blind man with no hands. Oh my God. So in the bedroom or when you actually have the baby? No, in the bedroom, we're going to get kinky because I've got no hands. That means I can like, you could throw a nub in your vagine. If I had nubs, I would definitely fuck myself with nubs. I'm this close. To just stick in them. Oh, I'll find the fist. I mean, I like. You I watch have a you lot. ever fisted yourself? No, I wanna. I wanna be someday not fisted because fisted makes you. Go, everyone think of like if you're not familiar with porn. I used to always think that fisting was just like punching a woman in the pussy with your fist, like a dry pussy. It is not that. It is very. It, the thing is, you have to be completely relaxed and so open and like accepting and like it's it's also it's dare I say beautiful. I remember my friend told me she fisted her wife, and I was like, wait, what? I couldn't believe it. It was like the kinkiest thing I've ever heard. And she was like, it was the most amazing experience. And I was like, okay, I guess that's for you guys. And now porn has taken me down fisting. When she holes. fisted, does she open her hand in there, or does she no, keep no, no, it fist? No, 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 no. You don't open your hand. Have you never oh. watched fisting porn? You know, I'm not it's, judging it's something that. I'm not get that I don't get. I didn't into. think I was into it either, dude. I swear to God, we contain multitudes. I sometimes I get and well, fists. It is funny I'm going back to my penis, I guess. But like when you finger a girl and then you do two fingers and then you're she like, I could barely do three, and then you do three, and then you're like, how wide did this fucking thing go? Well, we're supposed to be able to push a baby out of it. So actually, if you're relaxed <laughs> enough and do some breathing, uh, pretty damn wide, and you snap back. How about this? If a guy's fucking you and he puts two fingers in you while he's banging Ugh, you. No, 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 no. no. I don't want to... Is it, I don't like... Um, <laughs> Why can't the meat and the cheese touch? This is my thing. It's that <laughs> I don't like... Um, I know it's so stupid because it does... It's, it's for me, it's about... Because um, it happens a lot in porn. Like, there's double penetration, which I'm a big fan of, which is one in the ass, one in the puss or whatever, and you can use toys or hands or whatever, but it's one in each, right? And then there's sometimes DV or D... Uh, a which is like double anal or dv like double it sometimes it's yeah. double vag double anal, like it gets cra- like they keep, yeah. there's no stopping Help it. mcdonald's order that's <laughs> <laughs> a number three <laughs> and a diet coke poured over her head because she's called a dumb pig like i was watching one last night where it was so hot but they kept making the girl oink and i couldn't do it because really? i need the sounds and she kept going like <laughs> Through this thing on her, like she was wearing this really cool leather thing on her face that made her mouth like fucking open, like a just a blowjob hole. Yeah, and it was all hot. Were you looking for farm animal porn? Or no, was no, that no. Just I was watching random. It was double penetration, so I was like going down, and it just so happened to be one of the characteristics of this one that was otherwise great with like gangbang. Guys were being t- not as respectful as possible, but like it looked from the still images that this was in a rough gangbang, which is ones I don't like. Because I always feel like the girl halfway through is like, I don't really like this, but it's just like, ugh. It's like when you get to a shitty gig and you go, the green room sucks. The audience seems rowdy, but I'm already here. So I want to collect my check instead of making it a big thing and trying to get my money later on. When I sense that a porn star is in the middle of something and it's going in a direction that she probably didn't plan for, I I tap out, you know? But when it's a situation that seems good, uh, all fists, uh, everyone on board. All fists to go. But I had to turn it off because you are you watch porn so much longer than I bet you I the average guy listener right now. I'm definitely addicted to porn, but it's a addiction that I two minutes, maybe love. three minutes and thirty seconds of each porn. Um, tops. I watch. I'm not kidding you. What's your average time? You think? Of I'm a, yesterday. I watched two hours. You're I'm on it more than I am on Instagram. Yesterday. It's like it's two wild. separate times because the thing is. I realized 
I, if I were in a relationship, I'd be having sex all the time. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do and that you can do it to yourself and have a great time. I have a great time when I finally let myself not feel guilt about doing it because I realized yesterday I was like, God, I already masturbated today, but I really want to do it again. And I was like, if I had a boyfriend, I wouldn't feel guilt about this. If I spent an hour having like really connected sex with someone that was like, you know, deep and like takes time and is like, and then I go, why can't I do that with myself? I'll have a better connection with myself afterwards if I like really do foreplay with myself. So Emily got into my head uh, last week and I feel like I like myself more when I'm able to do it in a way that's not like, shameful three minutes, closed laptop. I'm just like, let's see what happens in here. I feel you. I mean, look, I'd love to I romanticize <laughs> myself. I would love to like play with, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah. I uh, will say the only problem is we got to get to the next story. The, the one problem right now with my porn addiction, because it is bordering on that, is that I see the world in porn. Like, there are no images that would freak me out because of how crazy the stuff is I see. Yeah, you're like Jaws of Life. Of so when porn. I look at things, I made a joke about it in my act last year, but I want to do it more on stage. When my One time my friend, we were driving in her car, and we both had two Red Bull cans, and all she had in her car were this regular cup holder size. But mm-hmm. two Red Bulls kind of fit, and I was like, I think I can get them both to fit. And she was like, no, you can't. And I go... Yes, I can. I've seen this happen earlier today. Like, we can make it fit. Just relax. I'm like <laughs> petting her RAV4, telling it's a good girl. Um, and then the I don't cup remember holder that expanded. In your set. Really? Yeah. You weren't listening. Uh, <laughs> I've done it like probably 40 times. Would you rather you. have two Red Bulls in here or one monster? <laughs> one monster. I like, again, the two makes too much friction. Go, let's get to the next one. By the way, the last two roommates. It's my birthday and I'll, I'll ruin. It's my birthday and I'll, I'll ruin. ruin You've heard podcast. it here first if I want That's to. That's fine with me. I mean, it's <laughs> not just your birthday. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Every day is your birthday. That's the case. I know, right? Yesterday was my birthday. Let's be honest. It's been your birthday for two months. <laughs> Can I get three in today? Go. <laughs> A seven-year-old boy. Oh, God. Oh, my God. We're so sorry for that transition. <laughs> Let's lighten the mood from uh, gangbangs and fistings and to, uh, um, yeah, clean slate, breath. Let's all take okay. a breath. Let's think of- Should we clap to break it up? No, no, no. We can get eat into ginger. it. Eat ginger. Eat some ginger. Oh, We're yeah, switching eat some, up sushi uh, rolls. Ginger. Slices rolls. of ginger. Cleanse palate. All right. Sorry, misophonias or whatever. Okay. A seven-year-old boy swam for one hour against a current Whoa. that separated him from his father and four-year-old sister to get help and rescue his family. The father went out on a boat to fish while the kids swam around the boat. A strong current passed, which caused the dad to jump in the water to rescue the kids, but began to tire himself out. The boy said he would doggy paddle, then float on his back to make sure he wouldn't tire himself out. He reached the shore, knocked on doors, and got help, and people came. Noah, thank you so much for this story on my birthday. I am inspired by this story, and it also brings up a subject very near and dear to my heart, which is the riptide and swimming when it's very dangerous. And as a really good swimmer myself and someone who would probably employ the same methods used by the seven-year-old, that is incredible a seven-year-old was able to figure that out on its own. How did we get into the, the how did this all happen again? Because I kind of... They were they were fishing just... Uh, mm-hmm. And where was this in the ocean? No, it was on, uh, on a river. St. Okay. John's River, correct? All right. And the dad was on the boat fishing and the kids were swimming around the boat and the four-year-old, the daughter had a... nighttime too, which is wild. Yeah. I mean, parents have some beers. The the rules get lax because it seems safe. I get it. I'm a river kid. So what happened, Noah? So the the 
the four-year-old was wearing a, a life vest, mm-hmm. but you know, according to laws or whatever, above that age and according to the boat size, the seven-year-old didn't have to. And then a, a, a strong tide came through and the girl let go of the boat and the current started to take her. So the dad jumped off the boat. And it was the dad and, and the I, daughter. And then Did the, the dad boy. have a vest or no? Probably no. not. Then how did that no. stay up for so long? Because, because the dad is a dad. And so the four-year-old, thank God the four-year-old had oh, a life maybe vest he hold, Oh, maybe he could have held on to the life vest with the girl. Well, there's maybe no it, way to really prevent these things. No one wanted this to all happen. Everyone was doing exactly what they thought would be the right thing in the moment. So it's like this went down the right way. But the seven-year-old jumping in was the mom, if there was one or someone was probably freaking out. I almost, my sister almost died on a river with my mom. And it was fucking terrifying. Um, and they got caught the, their, their boat flipped on a very gentle river My dad and I were in a canoe We saw my mom and sister get in this like root wad Which is like My dad always says the dreaded root wad Because it sucks water under And like is really strong And I don't I don't they I think they had on life vests But they the My mom My sister goes Whoa mama Whoa mama <laughs> we, we laughed in retrospect Because that's all my sister kept saying She was probably like six or seven and i was nine i'm guessing even younger she was probably five i was uh seven and i just watched in horror from our boat as my dad went over to rescue them but i've never seen my family like so scared and like how did your dad get them just by i I honestly blacked it out but i in retelling the story my dad doesn't even like to tell it no one likes to because it was like we seriously almost lost my mom and sister on the river like we have a couple of those stories of like near death where it's like this shit can happen. And it's Dude. like, I just, everyone teach your kids how to swim and also teach that fighting against a current and like giving in. This is a good lesson in meditation too. When like things are pulling you in life in a way and you're trying to constantly swim against the feeling and you, you, you suddenly like a ripped. Cause I feel that sometimes when I look at my phone and there's 37 texts and then I know I have to do this one recording later for DMB radio and I have to do my podcast and I have to figure out what to do for the open mic to whether it go to the open mic or whether I schedule the karaoke room. There's a ton of stuff and sometimes it's just good instead of swimming against it and figuring out a plan. I'm going to do this think Just relax. Take a deep breath. Because the worst that can happen is that there you don't book the room in time for the karaoke. It doesn't work out. And then you just have your family over and you sing some songs around your fake fireplace. Or like there's always, or I don't get DMB radio lines back to them. It's DMB fucking radio. If they, we need them by then. That's not the present. That's not the fucking White House is waiting for me no. to get recordings. So anything that, and no matter what you do for a living, even if you do work at the White House, that shit can be delayed too. Everything, everything can wait. Everything's fine. Don't swim against it because you'll drown. And so and the will best your is mom when you possibly. delay it and you decide to do something for you. People somehow respond better to when you like, I know. when, when you don't you get just, back in yeah. this like hectic, uh, you know, doggy paddling against the current. Yeah, you get rewarded. You got a doggy ba- paddle to get where you need to go, and then, but it shouldn't be a constant doggy paddle because you'll tire out. Dude, and you'll my my sister in law. She drove her Camaro when she was like 17 off a cliff, right? Like off this Florida cliff. Yeah, yeah, accidentally. And she crashed into the into the water and she broke her back. Shit. And then she climbed up the hill that she fucking drove off like 30 feet mm-hmm. in like Fort Pierce, Florida. And crawls up herself up this hill in the middle of the night crawls like another hundred feet to a door knocks on the door the guy answers and goes get off my 
fucking property stopped like playing with me like thought it was mm-hmm. a fucking like drug like yeah. teenager didn't help her so then she had to crawl to the next house and she she ended up being okay but it was just like wild like i'm just thinking about this seven-year-old knocking on the door and like these you know, people reacted whoever reacted i mean they're fucking heroes too to be like okay like let's figure this out i don't know anyways it's but yeah it's just wild what humans what, can do in those moments yeah. when they're so broken and just to survive and so when you hear someone like trying and trying and then it they die it's very tragic because you go you want the they they were strong enough to survive, yeah. but there are a lot of people who are strong enough to survive, and the the luck is just not with them. It's so much luck, dude. The golf cart went on my nephew that the other day. Remember, I told you a story. Mm-hmm. My brother picked up this golf cart, yeah, like it was nothing, and I went to pick it up. And I'm str- I'm definitely strong. I couldn't pick it up, and right. because his my nephew was under there, he just fucking like yep. it was unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know. That, you could do whatever you. Mom yeah. strength they talk about. That's it's, so cool. There, there was a great sketch on Human Giant where they hired mothers and they put their kid. They put would put the kid under the couch that they needed to move so that the mother would go no. no. <laughs> so these mothers could lift these things that yeah. these men couldn't do. But is the, if they did just but only their, if the kid was dying. Only if their child was in harm. It would be like fake harm. It's so funny. Human Giant. If you are a, a millennial or someone, uh, a young millennial or a Gen Zer. If you've never checked out Human Giant, it's Aziz Ansari, Rob Hubel, and Paul Shear, who are all faces you'll recognize. They had an MTV sketch show, and it was one of the best things ever. It's so funny to picture like a uh, like forty eight year old housewife going against strong men. It's yeah. you know what I mean. Just because they're baby, just because the baby's underneath. Yeah. It's <laughs> I know it's a great sketch. Um, all right, next story. Uh, yeah, why do I care? Or should we should we go to why we why don't I care? Let's try next story. I'll zip through. Okay, uh, it's most likely a female mosquito that is buzzing in your ear because male and female mosquitoes lead very different lives. The males typically hang out and sip on the nectar of flowers. The females need to find a blood meal after mating in order to have enough energy to produce eggs. Whoa. So you can always call the mosquito that you hit a bitch. Yes, because they need blood while the guy just chills and hangs and fucking drinks some beer. Yeah, that makes it more... I, I bet... That that'll give me. We Noah and I were talking about the voice on Zoom that goes, "You are being recorded." It's a woman's voice when you yeah. press record. Zoom just started using it. I guess people were being recorded and didn't know. Um, so it goes, "You are now being recorded," and like we were just go shut up. I go shut up, bitch, and Noah's like, "We get it, whore." Like she didn't say that, yeah, but we yeah. were like, "If it was a man's voice, would we like it?" I, I'm sure there's studies about GPS. Uh, why does a woman's instead of a man's voice? Because you don't want to be mansplaining directions. They Siri too? because Siri is like gentle and it's a woman and a man makes it feel more like I have to. Oh, the weather's 77 degrees. Fuck. Like a man said it and a woman's like, if you want it to be, it's 77 degrees. Like they're like. Would you rather be a man voice? I don't know. You know, my favorite GPS one ever was Waze used to do like little like guest star ones that would be funny. And one was like boy band and it'd be like, turn left on the Cienega. And it would just always be like, it would be a really, I feel like that would relax band. me though. It was like awesome. more. Um, you know what they do in Ubers now, which I fucking love because sometimes I get in Ubers in LA. Soundproof or whatever. And the guy will have on the directions and it'll be like, turn left on La Cienega up ahead, 200 feet, turn left in 100. And you're just like, Dude, we get it. So now they have it on super fast. So it'll be like, turn that. So he hears enough to know, but it's not wasting all of our time. Sounds like Alvin and the Chipmunks. I mean, for my ADD head that listens to everything on double speed. 
You actually enjoy that more, though? That almost seems like it would annoy me well, more. Well, it's the difference between listening to I wish to it was that guy with the mustache, out. that actor that has a real low voice. Danny Trejo? No, no. He has the white mustache. He's in, um, he's in Big Lebowski. He's mm-hmm. always that guy that's always the country yeah. guy. The oh, yeah, that I know would, what you're talking about, that guy. That soothing voice would be perfect. Uh, Make a left there, 200 feet. Is it Sam Elliott? Yes, yes, Sam Elliott. That's good. God, he'd be great for a GPS, for anything in your life. You know what girl I'm obsessed with right now is the girl on TikTok who um, saves bees. And she talks about, I'm taking this beehive. Can we pull up the bee girl real quick? She's really easy to find. You guys got to hear. She's my favorite ASMR voice. I watch it and I just feel so relaxed. She's like, and now we're going to transfer the queen bee to the other place. There's something about like the wildness of bees and then like when you're calm in something that's very hectic. For most people? Yes, that's the thing. She has to be very calm so she doesn't get stung. So this is the thing. I got a call to rescue a swarm of bees, and here's how I did it. When I showed up, I found a beautiful swarm hanging off the side of a branch. So I set up their temporary transit hive, and I used my garden shears to keep it. even more. The first thing I did was lift the cover. Okay, she was really calm last night. That wasn't as good, but that voice is, like, so soothing to me. Some people just have Have you ever been stung? Yeah, but anyone who's scared of bees really annoys me. I Honestly, can't, I like, can't do it. I when, can't. I when, can't eat and be like, oh, I, I don't understand those wait, people. You're oh, I'm scared of a bee man. You if, are. If I'm eating a sandwich, and some people are like, just stay still, so the bee could just land on your nose. It's more afraid of you than it is of it. Right, I don't, Andrew. No way. No, no, no. No this way. Is, I don't kill it's a, it's it. An, I'm just like get it I'm, away. I from know, me. but it's an irrational fear. If you just let it, it will go away. You can literally. It's people that are scared of bees are looking for attention. I think. No, we're just scared. <laughs> we're just afraid. I think there I'm are just people trying to eat who my go, sandwich. Don't say the word moist. It's like you're looking for an identity, and your identity is like I'm scared of bees, and it's a childish fear. <laughs> I'm sorry to everyone who's listening that's scared of bees. I know you're gonna get mad at me. I don't think. Mo- I do think Andrew that you are scared of bees, but I'm trying to tell you it's irrational. But I do Look. think some people like to be like, oh my good bees, and they run around, and boys like them more because they are like screaming. Girls, I. I used to do it so i think it's a little bit of that noah i don't want the attention i don't care about but the noah attention. you're scared of birds and, uh, that, that, flying I'm, in your hair i'm scared of more pigeons okay, in pigeons. an enclosed uh location wait pigeons to be specific when are you in a pigeon house when are you okay what a- animal <laughs> what insect are you afraid of me yeah house centipedes because they don't okay. have a plan yeah. yeah bees don't have a plan a bee buzzes around no bee I'm scared of uh, house centipedes and it is irrational because they don't bite, but they're not around as often. I would probably get used to them and there is just something about them. What that- about if a scorpion is next to your salad? Are you chill with that? I mean, where does it yeah, stop? Yeah, I really am chill. One time a guy killed a scorpion <laughs> when I was on sk- stage in New Mexico with a- his flip flop. He took it off. He was in the front row and he, all of a sudden I hear a soul, a flap, like <sighs> slap. And I go, what the hell was that? And he goes, scorpion. And I go, where am I? It was in that Santa Fe casino, Santa, Santa oh, Ana yeah. casino. It was before I brought you there. I went back there because I loved it so much. This guy killed a scorpion. It was a cute little baby scorpion. And I picked it up. I go, is it okay to pick up? And everyone's like, no. And then people were like, the, the Yaz, I trusted the Yaz. So I picked it up. I also trusted the Yaz birth control in 2008 when I took it for about three months. Um, oh, I trusted you, you the Yaz. You got stung doing that. And I, uh, I picked it up by uh, the, not the stinger of its tail. And it was this cute, I think I named it Trevor, honestly, because I go, I'm going to keep it. And then I was leaving for the airport the next day and I put it in a cup 
left it backstage because I really loved it. I was like, it's cool, Scorpion. I was really mad at him for killing it. Really mad. I turned it into a TED talk about don't kill things, even bees or house centipedes. But um, I I was on the way to the airport and we were like 15 minutes to the airport. And I go, I forgot my scorpion and I need it. And the guy was like, really? And I was like, I know that's crazy, but we have time. I really wanted You wanted to turn the car around to pick up I a did. dead scorpion. I did. I went back and I went to um, was the it Lost there? and Found because that's where they told um, they me that they had taken it from my green room because it was in a cup that looked like someone would want to keep it and I got it and I don't know where it is to this day so I don't know why I did that but at the time I just wanted to honor it and like give it, it like a proper burial no did you I just feel wanted good to, luck like a good luck charm it was just I hold on to things as you know yeah and I am when something means a lot I tend to take little like like a serial killer would of the they don't want to forget this thing because a lot of the memories I have are things that I can't ever share with the world of like these personal things that happen and from or share with someone else there's no one like if you and I were in a car accident together it would be a traumatic thing that I could share with you and be like that person knows what happened and only we will understand that but sometimes you go through things in life that you go only I know what this feels like and I don't I'm scared I'll forget it and not be able to conjure it again and remember it unless I have something from it to either look or smell or like so i steal things sometimes from the scene of 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 crimes of of extreme emotions well my my aunt kept her boyfriend he had a ponytail and he cut his ponytail Mm -hmm. and she kept this ponytail in her drawer for i mean just 20 years later she still has the ponytail i i understand did she remarry no, she was never married. It's probably because oh. it is the goddamn I'm ponytail. I'm not kidding you. You have to let it go, though, eventually. <laughs> I have some things. She made every guy clip it on before she fucked them. It was weird. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've taken some things from relationships that I hold on to. Like, I still use this uh, pillow. It's my most prized possession that if this house lit on fire, I would probably grab my guitar at this point because that has more memories now to me. But before that, it would be my pillow that I just love to sleep with. But it was a gift from my ex-boyfriend, and I can't seem to get rid of it. I can't seem to get rid of a bowl I made him that he didn't want, so I kept it. I can't get rid of a lot of things, and I think it keeps you from moving on for sure. And just let it be clear. It's It's not a my pillow. It's it's your pillow. No, it's yes. It's not a my my pillow. It's not a my my glazer glazer pillow. pillow. (laughs) Okay, why do you care, Nick? Why do I care? Anna Ferris reveals the marriage advice she has for her and Chris Pratt's son, Jack. Don't get married in your 20s. I don't know if it's too grumpy and cruel to say in a sense, but if I told, tell my eight-year-old son one thing that maybe would stick to is I would really encourage him not to get married in his 20s. Yeah. Essentially, she's saying your father sucks. No, That's she's what not. I get from that. Not at all. She's saying that people don't know who they are in their 20s and you will change and you think you know everything and you don't have enough life experience to make a choice about something that should be forever. However, if you want to get married in your 20s and know that it might only last five years and or two and that, doesn't mean, it. and that that doesn't mean it's an unsuccessful relationship, I'm tired of people divorcing and everyone going, I'm so sorry. I'm tired of it. We need to change the discourse or a relationship ending. My friends recently. Yeah, but that's a different thing than what she's. So no, you would but, say then get married in your 20s because if you get divorced, it's a yes, good thing. But I'm, she's speaking under the pretense that marriage is forever and that people still look at it that way. I want to be married for two years right now. Like I would like to meet someone, fall in love and say, let's we don't have to. I hope it's forever. God, I hope it's forever because you're awesome enough that if I feel this way about you in two years, 
let's do for like let's keep going but in real realistic terms I change so much and so do other people that it is not crazy to think that in two years we'll be in a different place and I will still have love for you of all the experiences we went through but we might be better off with other people and that doesn't mean that this wasn't you weren't my soulmate for this time and that it was the best ever when eventually you'll die and that relationship will come to an end no matter how long it lasts does that mean it's a bad relationship because you died someone left it it's like we're I don't think relationships are failures if they end agreed but I also think telling an an eight-year-old son that you should not get married in your 20s. She's not telling him that now. That's what they're, she's they're asking, what would you tell your son? And then the person made it seem like she sat down her eight-year-old, who the guy who wrote it, had to say... Uh, if I could tell him Yeah, anything. I guarantee you she's not telling her And it could be tongue-in-cheek, too. That's the problem with these fucking quotes. It isn't tongue-in-cheek because she addresses the fact that it might seem dark and sad, but it's, it's real. And I think she's so right. I've talked to many people recently. I, t- I talked to three men intimately recently who got married in their 20s and were and regretted it instantly knew it was wrong had to go through with it like i was talking about those girls and those gangbangs and thank god they did because you know it, they wouldn't be where they are today unless they did go through it but i do think getting married in your 20s is a very big risk that many people do and succeed in my sister for one of them my parents and is staying in a relationship forever success I don't actually look at it that way. When I hear a couple's been together for 50 years, there's some part of me that goes, Ooh, I, you guys kind of like were weak. <laughs> you, because there were times where both of you wanted to leave and have better lives and you probably could have better lives, but you didn't because it's hard to do that. So not a weakness, but it, I, I'm just someone who doesn't look at people being married a long time as the, the coolest thing. I think it's kind of like staying at a job that you were too scared to leave because you didn't know what else you could maybe achieve in your life. I feel like it's like that. How many things do you choose in your 20s that later on you go, I didn't want to do this job at all. Yeah. And then you switch careers and everyone's good for you. You know, this is what you should be doing. You should be doing pottery all along. And it's like, why do we let we celebrate that for uh, a, a man who leaves a corporate life to go do art and yet we don't celebrate for a, a guy who married a woman who his parents kind of wanted him for him. And then he leaves her for a younger girl that might be an artist that just so happens to be younger. So now everyone makes it about that. I don't know the answer to that, but that's why I care. Let's get to Reddit dump. Oh, this will be a short I one see today. that girl's pottery. I think it's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. If you know what I mean. I, I do By know what pottery, you mean. I mean ceramics. Um, okay, so I, I pulled up my Reddit, and right away, by the way, uh, it's my own Reddit, my subreddit that someone, that a lot of people keep track of. These guys also know that I look at it. So, um, yeah. Oh, a gentle, they always post my stories on here, and then sometimes they have little, like, questions for each other about, like, me and my life that they post. Um, someone, oh, someone posted a, uh, Oh, what did they say? Sometimes they'll ask questions. I was sharing some of them with you the other day, Andrew. Um, oh, someone said Mat- Matus on uh, my subreddit, the R Nikki Glazer. Subscribe if you're a Redditor and see what these guys are posting because sometimes they'll just be like, legs I'd love to lick. That's like the title and then it's a picture of my legs. And sometimes they just say things like, listening to old pods and kind of missing the way they sign off podcasts with, yeah, um, so it's things like that. And then people will comment on that. Let's see what they commented. Uh, me too. And someone said, Oh my gosh, yes, me too. Sometimes I still whisper jackpot to myself and giggle. Well, if that's not enough to get me saying jackpot again, I don't know what is. I mean, that's all it takes. 
Okay, so let me get to the save post. I have some interesting things for you today. Um, we're going to zip, zip, zip through them, and it's going to take us into the final thought, if, if, uh, if I'm guessing correctly. Here we go. Okay, white people Twitter. That's one of my favorite. That's just good tweets. There's also black people Twitter. It's just good tweets across the board. This is from Anne, Anne T. Donahue, who um, is someone I've been following for a while. She's a comedian uh, writer in Canada. Sounds like Auntie Donahue. And I Doesn't always... It? Yeah, Anne... T-A-N-N-E-T Donahue. Give her some follows. People, I love when my listeners follow people who are funny that I've recommended and then these people reach out to me and say, oh my God, I just got so many followers. It makes this person's day and this person deserves it. She's really funny. This is one of my favorite tweets of hers. Noah, you'll like this. In 2007, if you wore a long sleeve t-shirt under a regular t-shirt, it meant that you liked music. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if it was a white long sleeve t-shirt under a dark shirt. This is from Ask Reddit, my favorite subreddit. Interesting questions are posed and then people answer them and all the top answers are voted up. This one is, what is something that everyone looks stupid doing? This one is great. Uh, let me read the top I ones. I guess some, I bet. Tripping over absolutely nothing while walking on a flat surface. Chasing after something blown away by the wind. <laughs> waving at a person you wrongly thought was waving at you. Getting out of the back seats of a two-door car. Oh, that's a good one. Oh. Walking down stone steps that are uncomfortably spaced so you have to lunge and reach for each one. Uh, tripping. Holding the door for someone at that weird distance when they're close, but you still got to wait like half a minute. Okay, those are good ones. Um, next thing. Walking up. on ice. Walking on. Oh, that's good. Andrew terrible you Um, can't look cool can't uh, look tough. This is another. This is uh, from uh, the subreddit uh, Conan being awesome. This is a. Uh, uh, this is not as uh, populated as the Conan subreddit, but this one also has good Conan <laughs> stuff. It says it's a tweet from him that says Timothy Chalamet will make a great Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wonka. I laughed out loud so hard at that. What do you um, think about movies getting remade that instead of making new ones? Um, I don't mind it. I, I like you can really spice up something. It's like doing a cover of a song. Um, this is great. This is a picture of a belly button, this girl's belly button. And she said, there's an old woman's face in my belly button. Now look and see this. It's wild. I almost posted. I'm going to post it on mine. Oh my God. Noah, look. And I also like that the old woman has like a, a, bar- a barbell through her head. head. But um, that's great. You got to go watch to see that. That is from the subreddit. Mildly interesting. And then it looks like bitter beer face. Um, this one, uh, Oh, here's the thing. We've all talked about red flags. This is from Ask Men. These are questions that people, generally women and other men are asking men in general. Ask Men. We've all talked about red flags when dating a woman, but what about green flags? What signals? What are signals that you're dating a good woman? Um, this one said, uh, sub, this comment said, go canoeing together. If you still like each other after that, proceed with dating. What? Dude, that is such, that's so funny that that came up. Yeah. Because there's if a lot of mansplaining going on. It's not yeah. meant to be. Yes. Like, are you paddling? You're not paddling enough. There's just a lot of, like, you could learn from someone. Um, This one was, a. Uh, uh, she's nice to other people without the expectation of getting anything. I like that. Nice to waiters is important. Yes. That's always a good one. Um, And then, okay, uh, I'm going to round us out here with an oldie but a goodie. One second. Um... I did that one. Uh, oh, God. What? So, what's it? Um, oh, this was one. Uh, uh, oh, 
This is from Ask Reddit. Not safe for work label. What kink did you first think what the fuck, but actually tried and enjoyed? Let's read the top ones. I was friends with benefits with a Brazilian exchange student for a while who was super passionate in bed. One night she started berating me in Portuguese. It was incredible. (laughs) Just opening up something that you're just like, wait, I've never been yelled at in a foreign language. It's probably better because you don't understand how much oh. he hates you. Portuguese sounds like Spanish, so you think it's maybe Spanish, so you can maybe decipher it. But then it has a lot of iggy diggy jizzy jiggy gizzy jiggy. It's a it's a strong language. It's like very like. Whenever I hear Portuguese, I all I hear is diggy iggy 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 in the middle of Spanish. Um, and then spit kink. Someone said, um, of course now not really anymore because of corn dog i don't know what corn dog is i found it oh COVID. i found it weird and so did my girlfriend but she wanted to try it and we both liked it another person says this girl choked me while she was riding me one time and i thought to myself hmm okay i get it now and someone says i don't know if this is really a kink but dirty talk during sex in my head i'm thinking wild and disgusting things but i never said them aloud until i was with a dude who wanted me to say it and say it all and phew just hearing myself gets me off sometimes oh that's great they're scratching hair pulling um masochism spanking i mean these are all things god this i love how this podcast comes full circle wait what i'm trying to because we talked about all these things and i just happened to look at that i mean it's all stuff based on stuff i'm interested in so it's actually not really a coincidence but (laughs) and i'm the one who (laughs) yes it is it it, it does feel to me like this one was a cosmic one for my birthday so we gotta go yeah if we were talking about like socio-political economics in north korea and then that came up later yeah because it's something we never talked about but if it's anal and then anal again the canoe thing came back around and there was a story about the kid in the canoe which was only given to us have you ever canoed with a guy final thought no i haven't but this summer i um once and for all i don't like canoeing my family is very canoe enthusiastic my brother-in-law <laughs> owns a company called big muddy adventures in st louis if you're ever in st louis and you're an outdoors person sorry i'm picking out my leg but it's my birthday i really want to I if you're know, an outdoors person but you see the skin i want to get right I there know, just that just little flake little nauseous okay 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 that's fine even it if it's on birth- your birthday yeah. i know it's your birthday it's my birthday i'll and make I'll you nauseous if i want to um okay so <laughs> Over the summer, um, so Big Money Adventures, by the way, it, great excursions led by a team of really skilled people, and it's my brother-in-law's company. I'm very proud to, to that he has this company that everyone in St. Louis is freaking out about. Uh, book your trips now because they fucking stack up. Anyway, my dad obviously is a. I, we, I grew up on a river because my dad when my dad's a kayak and canoe enthusiast, camping all the time, loves the outdoors. I've never liked this stuff, and it's not just because of that hor- horrific thing that I talked about before i've never liked the outdoors you guys know that um i just don't i like a hike and i like seeing beautiful things and you the other day were like remember when you asked me about outdoors and like adventure do you remember that the other day well when i went hiking we were watching video of looking at stingrays do you remember oh yeah 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 what did you ask me if you were into it because the guy, because you wanted to impress the guy, or did you actually enjoy yeah, the stingrays? We were watching video of me because people do that hugging stingrays and swimming with them and being really adventurous in a swarm of stingrays that a lot of people are uncomfortable with. And Andrew was like, "There was someone there I had a crush on," and so Andrew was like, "Did you do that because you wanted to be like cool for that person?" And I won't say that it was it was maybe two percent that, but honestly. it was maybe I was pulling back even more than I wanted to be because I will do anything if it involves animals. Yeah. And that's what I said to Andrew. I go, I'm adventurous, but if there's not animals involved where I get to touch animals or swim next to them, I will risk 
they can't be like at a zoo, petting zoo. You don't like no, that. No, I like petting. I went to a petting zoo. I thought you hate zoos. I don't like zoos that, yeah. If it's a petting zoo where it's like a, a <laughs> yeah. refuge, yes. Oh, refuge zoo. It's you know, cool. but like, I like zoos if, if it's, they're rescued animals, but zoos to me are really just sad. But um, no, I will do anything adventurous for an animal. So that gives me peace in my soul because, and maybe you're someone who doesn't like outdoors, whether it involves animals or not, and you're truly a bad person i'm just kidding i wonder if there was a girl on that boat that i was really into if i would have been like more open than swimming with the stingrays you would I, I yeah because i i kissed a stingray i kissed one he was like that's amazing he was in control no i didn't go i didn't go but inside you the 40 one you didn't have to do that because it was apparently good luck uh, i know i stepped out there but i did not fuck around with what no, you I did loved it. like i loved I, it I just, so much i don't want to see if it. anything the person i was having a crush on was have More you ever done anything the, that because of yes. the crush that you put yourself in a situation that you yes. definitely like what like that you can remember every sexual encounter I had before I stopped drinking like like I'm saying like those gangbangs like you just you start you want to make you like a guy or you want his attention or you like hanging out with him because he's a friend and then he <laughs> wants to take it to a level that's sexual and you feel like I've I've done this. I made it sexual. He likes me. It's my fault. I did wasn't clear enough about boundaries. So then you end up kissing him because you're like, "What's? It's just kissing. I can get through this." And then he starts feeling you up, and you go, "It's just feeling me up. I can get through this. This isn't like he's probably just horny. He's not like falling in love with me or anything. This isn't gonna be bad if I go through with it." Then you end up sucking his dick. It's like this thing that you go, "I don't hate this. I need to suck a dick because I haven't in a while, and it's nice to know that I can." but I don't really want to be doing this and it's not the guy's fault and it's not your fault. It's just you things just slowly progress and you end up doing something you don't want to do. Like being in a canoe with a guy going on a hike. I went on a hike with yeah. uh, Graham. There's a, a guy in town that has asked me out a lot who I like as a friend very much and probably could like as a, a more than that, but I'm just not in it's, I'm not the person right now that, is gonna like him like that and that's you know fine he asked me out on dates i always am like dude just friends we go on a hike and if I, you had to do it again or do it again would you rather blow him or go on this hike uh <laughs> no i would rather go on a hike because i loved this hike because i told him i hate this i go i don't want to do this and then we got some a branch got caught in my hair which is my pigeon in my hair of like yeah, especially you the summer. your hair ripped out I used to be really paranoid about my hair ripping out as anyone who listened to you up over the summer knew I was really going through depression. It was all being taken. If I'm nervous about my hair ripping out, it's because I'm really sad and I'm not addressing it. I finally realized that I, I made the connection between feeling fat and being depressed where I go on days where I go, I'm fat. Whether or not that's true, it's I'm depressed because if I were fat and happy, I wouldn't care. Um, and same with my hair when I get paranoid about it ripping out. So I was just going through a bad time and yeah. I, it got stuck in my hair and then we had to go hop over this like Creek and I just go, I hate this. <laughs> and he was like, Whoa, he was freaked out. But I was honest and guess what? He still wants to hang out with me because I was just myself and he accepted it. And so, yeah. Cause you're still a hot girl on a What's hike. What's the worst thing you've done? But you know what I mean though? Like, what do you mean? He's still, still indie. Like a hike, no guy is going to go, this girl hated a hike. No, you don't understand what I, I showed a side of myself that it, if maybe, we were in a Maybe it could have been a red flag. It was yeah. the way I like because talked to you, you sometimes be, where we're doing yeah. something I don't want to do. I'm like, Andrew, I want to leave now. I was stressed out. Yeah. I was anxious. That's a side that I don't show guys that I'm trying to win over, but I should because it's what you're, it's what you're going to get. I'm trying to think what I've done to try to impress a girl. Oh, I mean, running in the rain. 
Yeah, but that was to just, licking her tears, wiping her tears on your face. Can you tell our listeners about that well, before we go? This is for my birthday gift. It's oh, the funniest thing. I uh, when my college girlfriend, I was obsessed with her, and anytime she would break up with me, which was seemed almost every day, uh, I would cry, and then I would put my tears on her cheeks. I don't know why, but I guess she wasn't crying, you know, and she was laughing. Uh, I, I think it's you wanted her like smells and DNA. Like when you love someone, you just like, dude, want them just on like, you. I just wanted her. I played. I just wanted her to love me and she just wouldn't. Aww, so I was I just know. like, that's, take, that's take my tears pain. on your face. Honestly, that's like a beautiful lyric. Take my tears, take on, my your tears face. on your face because it, it could be sexual. I'm really getting into writing songs and take my tears on your face. Be I great. mean, I was with this girl and like we would cuddle and like if she like turned around or like stopped cuddling. Yeah. I like right away. I'd get complete anxiety that she hated me. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like well, one of those actually, things. it was you were being emotionally abused. It wasn't your fault. And I probably was right. No, she she was being really cruel to you. Someone you loved was doing something purposely to make you feel bad. I mean, no one just rolls over. I know, but I should just fucking, I should have been strong enough to leave, to just leave because someone that's why you don't get married in your twenties, Jack. Yeah. And, and people in their thirties and forties and fifties still take this kind of abuse where the person you love, when the person you love, you know, has done something that they know will make you feel unloved. It's a really bad feeling and it needs to be called out immediately if you can bring yourself to do it because it is self-respect. So for my birthday today, before I go, I want everyone to give me a gift today that is still listening to the podcast. If you can today, when you have a bad thought about yourself or like feel like I shouldn't do that, I need to do this or I should have done this or why do I look like this or why is my house a mess? Any negative thought, truly anything. Why did I murder that person in high school and haven't told anyone? Like literally any thought. Will you just in the moment. Took her snack pack. I mean, that's justified. Will you just in the moment for whatever you feel today, tell yourself, I do not want this. If I could snap my fingers, my room would look great. If I could snap my fingers and be a size two, I would do that. No, you've heard me say this before, but just try it for me today. Say to yourself, say your name out loud and say, Hey, Brenda, Brenda, I'm just going to give an example. Brenda, your kid just screamed, I hate you, to you. Your husband's not talking to you. Your phone is broken. Your car needs to get fixed and you have no money for it. Isn't that hilarious that all of those things are lining up for you and like you like have so many things that are not going right. It is so fucking crazy. That's wild. You poor thing to have to go through this. That's that rip current. You poor thing, Brenda. Say to yourself, you poor thing. Feel it. I'm going to do this for myself today too. Feel it. Let yourself be like, laugh about it. Don't be mean and go, you you should feel bad. Just be light about it. You don't have to be nice, but be light and let yourself know that if you could snap your fingers, all those things wouldn't be happening, but you can't. So it's life. And you're doing your best. You really are doing your best. People always go, I, don't, I could do more. If you could, you would. You're not. So accept it. And just be nice to yourself. Be nice to yourself today. I love you. See you tomorrow, besties. We'll have another talk like this again. Love you so much for listening. Thank you for dealing with me when I'm a chatterbox and my ADD meds are kicking in. And maybe I took a hit in the middle of the show because it's my birthday. I wanted to be a little bit high and feel a little bit loopy. And I have a whole coffee in myself. And I'm really excited for my birthday. And guess what? This helped me. The rest of the day, I'm going to be easy on myself. Dave Matthews Band Radio can suck my dick. But you should probably get it. Yeah, I should. I got it. I got to get it. I can be done. Hurry up. uh, Hurry up. Okay. Okay. And... Yeah, but...
<laughs> Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your your first show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.